Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 3672. Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. Chris Kane. I'm Randy Rainwater from the Capital City. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Two down, one to go for Coach Sam Pittman, the SEC teleconference. Then he has the 2 o'clock press conference I was unable to partake of today. And then tonight he will be at the Catfish Hole at uh, 7 o'clock for Sam Pittman Live. So what did I miss today, Trey? Yeah, I mean, he talked a little bit more about uh, Rocket Sanders. Obviously, you know, they'll put him through practice currently, I guess, right now. Practice is closed. Uh, if he's if his knee doesn't have any swelling. So that's the good thing is, you know, he practiced Monday, and he was able to practice Tuesday. So that means he didn't have any swelling from Monday's practice, and that's, that's a really good sign. Tuesday, they put him through uh, a good bit more. And so if he comes out of that without swelling and practices Wednesday, then feel pretty good that he's going to be good to go. He's, he's moving really well. So I think it's a good sign that he plays. Uh, Hudson Clark will be in a green jersey today. He's been uh, mentioned yesterday. He's been in green. A.J. Green's been in green. Uh, so they've been a little banged up, but I don't think it's anything that's going to keep either of those guys from suiting up on Saturday. Um, Trying to think if there's anything else too dramatic, Randy. I asked him a little bit about last year's game and what kind of motivation they use. And he said somebody told him, you know, you don't, you shouldn't need to be motivated. Uh, you shouldn't need any extra motivation. He said, we'll take all the extra motivation we can get. Um, so, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say there was anything um, too dramatic that you missed from the teleconference uh, to the 2 o'clock presser. Well, injuries, I, I know it seems to be at the top of most minds and that is because finally getting rocket back the major question still lingers at left tackle how healthy is devon manual and yeah yeah i I don't know if he talked about that at at the 10 40 or at the two o'clock but uh you know devon's still not 100 percent healthy i I had him at 76 percent of the snaps on saturday so he's healthy enough to to be out there the majority of the time man i would assume that he's probably gotten healthier since last week and um but I think we we could all see in the game Saturday was they really need Manuel to be out there. Well, you chided me so hard so often when I would. Is that pull, right? Yes, you did. <laughs> when I would pull out from Hogsports. Chided, Trey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He he no he he more than kind of chided me. He chided me. Um, and when I would say, Trey, I'm looking at the fastball. Uh, first team, second team. He said, oh, no, you can't, you can't go with that because, you know, they're mixing and matching everybody. Yeah. It's an would... order of appearance, not a depth chart. Exactly. <laughs> is it not, though, at the time of the season, is it not time that when you trot out the first team offense, it's the guys that you are expecting to be on the start of the game against Texas A&M? No, not really. Oh. I mean, Traylon Burks during the season, he I don't think he ever went out there. <laughs> I know you always remind me of that. Yeah. Yeah, they but like he, to He has been use, the exception to the rule though. 
Yeah, they like to mix things up a little bit and kind of like, okay, this guy's out of the mix, you know, and how are we going to respond here? They they like to do those kinds of things. And, you know, fastball is just like it's four plays. It's just kind of a way to get your juices flowing uh, at the start of practice. So it's not it's not anything other than that. I've seen them, you know, usually they'll, uh, especially this time of year, they'll uh, – escort us out when they start going team but we you know I'm, I'm watching as i'm walking i'm not walking at a slow pace I'm walking at a normal pace just watching what's going on and uh a lot of times it'll it'll be a different group out there for the team period uh versus the fastball period okay this is the fastball first team from this is from yesterday uh quarterback kj jefferson well that sounds familiar running back rocket sanders that sounds familiar Wide receiver, Andrew Armstrong. Wide receiver, Tyrone Broden. In the slot, Isaac Tesla. Tight end, Luke Haz. Left tackle, Devon Manuel. Left guard, Brady Latham. Center, Bo Limmer. Right guard, Joshua Braun. Right tackle, Patrick Kudis. That sounds like the starting lineup to me yep. that we have been seeing as of yep. late. I could do the same it thing. Is. I could do the same thing for the defense. I, I don't. Can you? I don't think you can. Well, I'm I think you're going to run into one issue. I'm seeing Jalen Braxton, and I'm seeing Hudson Clark. I'm I'm going by what's on paper here. Yep. Let's see. So there's one issue there. There, this from the Hog Sports staff. So I can't I can't uh, single any one person look at, out. Look at the D line. Uh, Jeffco, okay. Cameron Boston, Atarian yep. Carter, Gregory, Jackson, Thomas, Paul, McLaughlin, Snacks. Jaden Johnson, Hudson Clark, and then Jalen Braxton. Yep. So a couple of a couple of changes now. Jaden Johnson and Al Walcott have pretty much been like they've just been rotating at that one spot on Saturday. They had been moving Hudson Clark to every you know to the nickel spot and to the two safety spots. He's just kind of rotated around, and they've kind of kept everybody somewhere around like forty snaps or so. Uh, but on Saturday, Hudson played all but three snaps at that safety spot, and he played a few down at nickel. And Snacks Johnson played basically all but maybe, what, five snaps at nickel. I think they had um, uh, Metcalf in there for uh, just maybe one or two plays. But they just rotated Johnson and Walcott. So uh, it, it sounds like they feel like Clark is one of their best options in the secondary now. Now, he actually graded... I believe he was an 80.9, which was higher than anybody on LSU's defense except for one guy, and I think fifth highest for Arkansas's defense. Hmm. So he he played pretty well Saturday, but his shoulder's a little banged up. All right. I see. I, I don't know the number of snaps, but it seemed like Luke was out there for all the snaps. I he did out there a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this brings up this question from our – Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the 910, which is North Carolina. What's going on with Varky's gums? He got out there a little bit Saturday, but he's been slow to start. There's no question. Uh, part of what's wrong with Varky's gums is they have this guy named Luke Haz, who's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Arkansas does use some 12 personnel, but they primarily use 11 with just one tight end. And Haz is out there for a significant majority of the snaps. I do think as time progresses, we're going to see uh, more of gums. I think the offense has just been quite a bit different for him, and he's been a little slower to pick up. He wasn't an early enrollee, but we're starting to see a little bit more of him, and I think that'll continue, but I mean, how do you take Luke Haz off the field? Well, you don't. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You don't. He's no. good. And when they and you're were... also talking about, you know, with Gums, he's more of a receiver type. You know, he's not a hulking tight end or anything. Um, and, you know, you've got Francis Sherman, who they really like as a blocker, and you've got Bax, who they also like as a blocker. So for some sets, when you're going to use a tight end to block, then, you know, it's going to be one of those guys if they have 12 personnel out there. When they went into 12 personnel last weekend, it was Bax who was out yep. there. Along it was with... Bax and then um, and, and has, of course. But uh, there was there was a set where I saw Gums out there at least once yeah. or twice. Yeah, he was in at least one or two, a few plays. Yeah, because I remember Chuck saying that he was in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the other note, Braxton was with the first uh, defense 
and Singletary was with the second defense. Do you think they're making that as a switch, at least for the while? It's possible. Uh, Singletary definitely had some plays that uh, he gave up some, you know, some some big catches. Braxton. I don't remember him just giving up a bunch of big plays. I, make, I remember him making a nice play early in the game on a deep ball in the first quarter. But he played about 25 snaps or so Saturday, and um, and Singletary, I believe, got all the other ones. So I, I think as he gets you know a little older and they get more comfortable, then you could see kind of a combo of those guys. And maybe maybe you get to a point where you're able to – rotate him a little more. Now, I think McLaughlin is their best defensive back, so he would probably rotate the least. But, you know, defensive backs don't rotate as much uh, as it's kind of like the lower you get down, the more you would like to rotate. Like defensive line, probably you'd like your starters to play somewhere around 60% of the snaps and linebackers maybe about 75 or so and defensive backs maybe like 90 or something. Uh, but unless you've got a lot of good guys out there and it, it just kind of comes down to, um, you know, at what point does my tired starter, is he not as good as my well-rested backup, you know? Uh, so um, that's kind of the, I guess, the methodology. Well, I tried to pick too big a word. Um, the uh, thinking. <laughs> methodology. The thinking. Don't bail yeah, out now, Trey. Come on. Keep, it, keep going. Keep going. I want to yeah, hear how many. I'm going to use my get-out-of-jail-free card. Um, yeah, uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of the thinking there with uh, with how they rotate defensive backs. So what's interesting, I thought, was uh, that Pooh Paul played every single snap and Jaheim Thomas played all but like three snaps. And the, I think that was the only one they were came out in like their dime package. And they had Al Walcott in a linebacker next to Pooh Paul. But every defensive snap Pooh Paul played and we, you know, you'd like to rotate your linebackers a little bit and keep them fresh. I think that's part of the reason that we saw both sides got a little tired because LSU didn't do much different than Arkansas did in terms of their rotation. So, um, but you'd like to be able to get Antonio Greer in there, you know, get Brad Spence or Jordan Crook uh, if you can. But, uh, you know, you got to go with the guys that you trust. And so far, Gene Thomas doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He had one on that big run. Um, I think that 38-yard run by Williams, his first carry, uh, Thomas kind of followed the quarterback, and that's what left that big gaping hole for, for Thomas to run through. So, I mean, nobody's perfect, but generally those two guys make the fewest mistakes, and that's that's half of it, <laughs> who's going to make the fewest mistakes on top of who's going to make the plays. Hey, hey, Trey, what are your thoughts on playing in Arlington? Two more, two more years uh, left on the contract, expecting an extension yeah. probably for Arkansas, but what are your thoughts? I mean, do you think uh, overall? I, yeah, I can't wait till it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, yes. But do you think the benefits for Arkansas have been there at all for the no. university and the program? No, I think uh, I think it hurts you from a recruiting standpoint. I think it hurts you in this stretch right here. I mean, here you are in game two of a four-game road stretch, basically. Uh, Arkansas is one in ten against Texas A&M uh, since, uh, and obviously, you know, one of those, two of those games were in Arlington, or excuse me, were in, in Bryan College Station. Two of those games were, but uh, yeah, I mean, they've they've won once there since Texas A&M has joined the conference. Uh, they can bring recruits there, but they can't talk to them. They certainly can't show them um, facilities. They can't show them, um, you know, where their classes will be or any of those types of things. So I think it's a negative for recruiting. It's so hard. I mean, guys, think about this. It's, I mean, Mississippi State's not playing very well. And if Arkansas doesn't pick it up, that Mississippi State game has 11 a.m. written all over it. So you're talking about you have one opportunity to bring recruits in in a long stretch and it's the BYU game because it's hard to get players to Arkansas because they come from farther away and forget about it if the recruit has a road game that night he's not getting up at you know four o'clock three o'clock in the morning or whatever to drive from Dallas to to Fayetteville for an 11 a.m. game just not happening so um, I think it hurts recruiting I think it's uh, it's getting a little stale because it's every year in the same building. It's nicer to bounce around from home. You know, every other year go to Texas A&M. It sounds a lot more fun than just every single year going to the same place. Um, my personal, aside from all of that, aside from the fact that I don't think it's great for Arkansas, and it's, you know, they usually do the, a war memorial game, not, not every year now, but when they have done it, 
it's coincides with that Texas A&M game. So there's another home game that you lose uh, in Fayetteville, uh, and and I, I can understand having the War Memorial game for you know a uh, less notable opponent where you're not going to sell it out versus you know having two games away. Me personally, though, also. And I'll be in Arlington. I said I probably wasn't going to do it, but I'm going. Oh, uh, the press wow. box is so <laughs> far from the field. Mm. I'm going to try to sneak down this year and just find a seat and just sit, kind of enjoy it, like you know, kind of the fans do. I like to do that every once in a while, uh, but I'm going to try to do that because I just end up watching the big screen. You That's know, true. It's, it's too hard it's, not to. It's massive, and it's right. There. It's massive, and mm. the other option is, you know. Looking watching watching a game through yeah. binoculars. That's what you right. do. Has it That's ever been... And if, as someone just asked this on our Structural uh, Solutions text line. They said, you don't think recruits like to know they get to play in Jerry World. Has it ever been a topic that they have discussed with you as, as a huge benefit? I mean, obviously no. it's a perk. I'm sure no one's going to say, I don't want to play there. But, I mean, truly a, a, a huge benefit for the university in recruiting? I think there's there's that aspect of it. But what about this? You're never going to get to play in Bryan College Station. You're never going to play Kyle Field. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's also that aspect yeah, of it. Think, yeah, but think about where Arkansas recruits. They'd probably rather play in Dallas than they would College Station. And sure, I'm not sure but they can't at, bring. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure they, playing at Texas A&M's that big a deal. But but it doesn't matter because in two years it'll be a home and home, and probably every other year at least two out of three Arkansas will play either in Austin or College Station. So. I bet if you guys had a candid conversation with Sam Pittman and asked him if he'd rather oh, play home no, and home he'd with rather Texas play home and home. right? Absolutely, <laughs> for rec- and recruiting and all that stuff. Because again, you can bring you can't recruits. Take recruits to A and M. You can't take them there either. You can't, but every other year you can bring them to your stadium, and usually it's an early game in the season. I'm, so. I'm probably not going to agree with you on that. I think playing in Arlington has been helpful with Texas recruits. There, as mentioned earlier in the program, there are a lot of Razorback fans in the Dallas metro area. There are, and I, I think a, a, a player that grows up in Dallas would think it's a bigger deal to play in AT&T Stadium than it would be to play at College Station. That's that's my opinion. I could be wrong. You talk to him. I don't. But that's that's what I think now. No, I, I don't. I don't really I talk to the recruits the disad- that much anymore. But um, well, I do. Dis- I understand the disadvantages if you can't talk to recruits. I get that. And and if you lose a home game doing it, I get that. And I'm not advocating for playing there anymore. But mm-hmm. I think it's. I think for recruits in Central Texas, it's a big deal to see that game. Yeah. Well, I'm also. You know, I would probably argue that uh, you know Arkansas. It hasn't been kind to Arkansas from a record standpoint. No. And teams like players like to go to winning programs. Sure. <laughs> and Arkansas, um, not having a home game against you couldn't. There's no way you could ever convince me that Arkansas would be one ten in this series over the last eleven if they were playing home and home series. But if you no went way. by one loss, then what recruit that came to the BYU game would go to the Arkansas? You know that it can't be based on one game, one sure. lost. It's it's got to be a lot more than that. And and what about nine? I'm losses? just talking about this one particular series. <laughs> or ten. Cool. I guess one in ten. <laughs> ten. Losses. Well, how many? Okay, when you're going into <laughs> South Texas, how many Ar- How many players at A and M once is Arkansas going to get? One out of fifteen. Maybe. Oh, they've been pretty good in, no, in, in no, Missouri they've City, Texas. They they've win been good out of Missouri They've won head-to-head battles with Texas A&M. Yeah. Okay. They and, have. And if they have, then it doesn't matter if they lost to Texas A&M. If they I would say it's anyway. a better clip than one out of 15. But, okay. Um, then, the, then the series uh, hadn't mattered. I would also, I would also argue that um, they're not going to extend this. This is no, over. no, 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 no. And that's because the university doesn't think there's a lot of benefit in it. Absolutely. I, I get that. I get all of that. But I do think prospects like seeing that game there. Gentlemen, my opinion. we have some callers. Let, let's, okay, all right. Let's talk to Savage. But Clay and I are having such a good time. Randy, stop it. Come on. <laughs> good, <laughs> good dialogue going on here. But you Savage know, is a great always, caller. So. It's always dialogue, interesting to me because I'll get in, in back and forth, you know. I'll get in back and forth with people like on my YouTube comments or something like that, and they'll eventually go, "Why are you being so defensive?" And I'm like, "What are you talking? We're just arguing, <laughs> arguing our points here. We're I'm just getting debating. Right. It's a good debate, exactly. healthy debate. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I get it. Savage. Good afternoon. Do you have a question or comment for Trey? Absolutely, Rick. Stop being so long-winded. You know, you get on the nerves. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but actually, I'm 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 in the boat with you on this one. 
Trey, I don't I don't agree with what you say about Texas A and M. Even though we've okay. lost the games, and then now that you know we don't have Twitter, fans cut that off, and we're playing at Texas A and M. We're not getting any recruits out of Texas, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean? you know, they play in Louisiana. I think I think uh, Baton Rouge playing in that venue is way more. I, I love that venue compared to. I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm. At a football game for some reason, maybe it's just because of the press area and stuff. But uh, right, it's not like they're uh, beating LSU out for a bunch of recruits either by going to Baton Rouge. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll say this. Hold on, Savage, real quick. I will tell you, you right. listening to Bruce James talk on the morning show, and he was actually bringing up the fact that those are some of his, you know, playing in the Southwest Conference, some of his fondest memories, namely because they went three and zero against him. But he said it's a, an incredible environment as far as far as a college atmosphere goes. And he wished that maybe some of these kids could experience that. And now it's I don't even know how much bigger it is than when he played yeah. there in terms of size and scale. But he was saying how he kind of wished that the, the students got an experience of the college station instead of just the neutral side game. But that's just – I would agree with that. But we're talking about somebody that played in the 60s yeah, compared sure. to the kids sure. nowadays. Sure, sure, they sure. Wanna, they sure. want to be at Jerry's World. And, you know, and as far as recruiting goes – how many percentage? What do you think? How many kids are we losing from Texas A&M? You know that because of this rivalry. I mean, are we losing that many recruits, Trey? I know you said you don't, don't talk think, recruits. All I don't that much think anymore. that it has been good for Arkansas since Texas A&M joined the conference. I don't think that's been a positive development. And one Arkansas one note too, I don't think Texas A&M and Kyle Field. I mean, with the renovations, it's not like it's a huge step down. I mean, Jerry World was was a novelty. 12 years well, ago. It's 100,000 seats. Yeah, it's 100,000. I mean, the right. environment now is that, yeah. I mean, it's fascinating you, what they've but, been but, able to build down there. they got oil money. Ar- they, they're willing Arkansas, to pay Jimbo $87 million to walk away. Arkansas, seventy-seven. It's only seven. Yeah, sorry, seven, sorry. Seven, sorry. Seven, there was 87 seven, last year. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> Arkansas. Uh, I appreciate it, Trey. Thanks, Savage. Yeah. I, I kind of lost my train of thought, but uh, when the music I mean, this on, almost find it after the break. To be continued. <laughs> All right, Trey. We'll talk with you tomorrow. Trey Biddy of HogSports.com. Pre-game show with Trey Shapp and David Basil. Brought to you in part by Bud Light and the Holiday Inn Express and Suites off Weddington and Fayetteville. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander is your metal roofing superstore. 40-year warranty colors are available at only $289 a foot. 20-year colors are $259 and Gavalume runs $249 a foot. A variety of seconds and overruns are currently available at $1.95 a foot. Can buy Quality Outdoor Products in Alexander right next to the I-30 Speedway. Stop by the lot, call them at 501-455-0240 or check out their website, qualityoutdoor.com. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. Arch Marine and G3 Boats have teamed up for the model year closeout sale. It's the biggest rebates of the year. Get 2,000 off G3 Sportsman boats or 3,000 off Bay 22 boats. Act now as these deals end September 30th. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so should you. 
Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. I know vehicles have gotten expensive, so I'm going to try to help everyone out. We've got the biggest discounts of the year this week on most of our popular models. Save up to $10,000 off new Ram 1500 Laramie, Bighorn, and Rebel pickups. And up to $8,000 off all new 2500 Ram trucks. We've got Frank Fletcher's lowest price on every new Ram on the lot. You'll also save up to $7,500 on the popular Jeep Grand Cherokee 2 and 3 row. And up to $7,000 off all new Dodge Durangos and over 10% off on all new Jeep Gladiators and Compasses. Folks, we're ready to make you a deal on any new vehicle on the lot. Just tell us what you're looking for and how much you want to pay. At Fletcher Dodge, you'll always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. So come see us and give us a chance to earn your business. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. One of my favorite topics is talking about the riverfront Steakhouse. I got this from Frank uh, just a while ago. He says, 7.30 in the morning, there will be a big announcement about a special for Thursday night. So you need to listen to Morning Madness in the morning, and there will be the double F new special coming about. Uh, from the Riverfront Steakhouse. I was about to tout the Riverfront Steakhouse special. That is right now the current Thursday night special. That is the $36. Uh, that's two salad bars, in other words, for two. And then you get to pick two entrees between the penne pasta carbonara, the grilled chicken breast 10 ounce, or the six gulf jumbo shrimp. Then you get to pick two sides between baked potato, mashed potato, onion rings, and spinach supreme. So I'm guessing, Chris, if I'm allowed to guess, I am guessing that there's there's going to be a brand new Thursday night special. That's just what I'm thinking. Now, I would still ask. Just a hunch? Just a hunch. Okay. All right. And uh, he is saying uh, that I need to uh, go by tomorrow night and... um, Shapur will be there. He said, you should come eat after the show tomorrow. That's the double F special? That is the double F special. You, do you feel like your uh, your trademark double R is being uh, no, commandeered no, by, no. by uh, Frank never, Big Frank? No, no, no. no, no. I mean, he's the, he probably is the original. So Okay, is, okay. Is, I just want to make sure, you know, your your brand is still strong and safe. <laughs> You, yeah. you you have now you have now uh, I you know been able to to brand the double R on Saracen, and I just want to make sure that you weren't feeling like it was being threatened with with Frank over there saying you know what I like that yeah. the, the alliteration works yeah. we're gonna go double F special at Riverfront Steakhouse boom and uh, as for Shapur he will be there tomorrow night and uh, boy you talk about first class service and uh, just a class act that is Shapur. Three seven one nine thousand three seven one nine thousand, and uh, or you can ask for William either one, and that is the Riverfront Steakhouse Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Be sure to listen in the morning for this great special coming forth uh, from Frank Fletcher concerning the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. All right, let's talk to David. Dave, I guess David. He I guess he gave up. Now I know this gentleman hadn't given up. We are now talking with the the one and only Navy Mike. Mike. Hey, hello, Randy. What's and up, uh, Rick and uh, is that Chris Kane there? This yeah, is the legend, is. Chris Kane. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You got to start a set of shows. Absolutely. Um, you know. You know, Randy. I I, I hear. Uh, I, I understand where where uh, Trey is coming from as far as. You know, this game doesn't add much value um, as far as recruiting. 
but but the simple fact of the matter is that the reason why that is is because you're losing. Um, when it first started, this the Southwest Classic started. We won three straight in dominant fashion under Bobby Petrino, and during those years, nobody was saying, "Well, I don't know why we play this game. We should have home and home because." You know, we're not getting recruits even though we're dominating them. Uh, you know, why do we have to play in, in the brand new, uh, you know, Jerry world? Nobody was saying that then. You know, why? Because we were winning those games and we were dominating those games. Now you're one in what, 10 in the last 11 years. Now it's like, well, there's not much value. Well, that's because you aren't winning. Well, don't you think, though, so well, let's... you may not matter there. I mean, well, you, know, you think about, okay, all the overtime games that Arkansas has lost or the game where they got the tripping penalty, which hmm. eliminated what would have been a touchdown, giving them a two-score lead. Would those have happened if they were playing at Fayetteville? We, we don't know that. So well, I, the venue I would... may not matter. I would say if the venue, let's say for argument's sake it does matter, and they are losing there, wouldn't you want to change the variable? When you want to, okay, there's clear, there's, now look, you could fill a bingo card of the calamity that has happened in, in Jerry World over the last decade with Arkansas loss. Exactly. Four different head coaches in that span. You know? Just last year, I mean, KJ tries to dive from the three-yard line and it becomes an A&M touchdown, but Arkansas still wins the game except for a bad snap before a field goal attempt that hits the upper part of the goal. And so mm-hmm. would those things have happened at Fayetteville or College Station? We don't know. Maybe A&M just has the, the, have the advantage right now. You just said right. right. And, 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 and you know what, last thing real quick is because, and you're right, Rick, there have been three overtime games that A&M's won in those, and, and there's yeah. been... I think I think a dozen of those were one possession games that they and won. Yeah, yeah. But but but, but you, look, the the fact of the matter is, you're taking L's. You're not you're losing in those games, and that that's what has that's that what has people thinking and wanting and saying, let's change let's change things now. Because like you said, that's a valid point. Maybe well, if we I, if, maybe if we maybe if we play home and homes, who knows the outcomes then? And you know, well, you know the players are you know everywhere, but. You know, I get where people are, you know, where Terry's coming from on, on his end. But anyways, uh, that's all I got, and I'll get you guys comments on that and whatnot. And you guys have a good evening. Well, here's the bottom line. It makes no difference what anybody thinks. <laughs> yeah, they signed, they exactly. signed a 10-year contract. They signed a 10-year contract 12 years ago when SMU and A&M was not in the Southeastern Conference. So it was a it was a it was a major neutral site game similar to Arkansas. I mean, excuse me, Oklahoma, Texas playing in Dallas. I don't think there's any discussion of them not playing in Dallas, even if they're both in the SEC. They may not play every year. I don't know, but nonetheless, uh, it was a great neutral site game. When A and M came into the SEC, the a, the AT and T contract was waived for two years to let them play a home and home, and they did. But then the obligation was still to play those games there. So the reason that it's not going to be played in A&T Stadium anymore is because the contract's up. It has nothing to do with whether they want to or not. I think both teams want home games now. But that's that's the holdup. It has nothing to do with who wins, who loses, or whether they like playing there or not. they got two years left on a contract, period. Well, and if you're looking at it from, from that perspective of, okay, four different head coaches in that span – Right for Arkansas. I don't think it was all about A and M. No, no, I don't either. But what I'm saying is, you look at what's the variable. Arkansas hasn't been successful there. Well, if you're not successful and you're trying to find different ways, well, the coaches aspect obviously hasn't worked too well so far. And yes, you're right, Rick. Of course, the contract is the contract. It will be played out. But as far as talks of renewal, or not, maybe not renewal with A and M, but maybe, uh, I mean, if 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 Jerry's still at the table, do you think that he is still going to want? He's one of the biggest donors in, in school history. Yeah, he is. But I, I don't think that that will continue. I think he would understand it now, especially with 12 uh, games. And particular now, if you st- let's say SEC goes to nine games, and you still have to play a Power Five team in your three non-conference games, Arkansas could say the year that they don't have a fifth home game. 
or the year that they do have a fifth game in the SEC, they could say, okay, we'll play a game in Dallas against a, a, a nice opponent. But other than that, I don't think there would be any good reason to do that. Again, for their fans in the state of Texas, they're going to be playing at College Station. They're going to be playing at Austin, just not in Central Texas. But I, I, I don't, uh, I don't think so. Plus, as you look at the attendance, you know, now you're seeing low 60s for these games. I don't know what the guarantee originally was. I think it was five million per team. Um, I don't know if that still holds. I don't know if the attendance has anything to do with that. But that, that's another factor is I think for Arkansas fans and A&M fans, they're going to go this year and they're going to go next year. But I think if you said, how about another 10 years, I, I think the, the newness is well worn off. Well, I think the new wore off several uh, years yeah, ago. Yeah, probably did. Several yeah. years but ago. But there's still a lot of fans there. You know, I'm, I'm always surprised, Randy, because I don't mind the press box at Dallas like you guys do. And uh, we have a great radio booth to work from there. Yes, it's in the end zone. But I'm all, I'm still astonished that um, Arkansas fans still show up in great numbers. And you do have to remember, there are a lot of Razorback fans in the state of Texas. There are a lot of them that live in Central Texas. Think about back in the in the when Arkansas was in the Southwest Conference. When Arkansas played at Rice, TCU, or SMU, Arkansas always had more fans here at the game than the home team did. Always. So to just say never going to play in Texas again other than A&M or Austin, I think Dallas has been a good setting, and I can't remember a year where there weren't at least 20,000 or more Razorback fans there at that game. They're generally speaking 20 to 25, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and sometimes in the early years probably 30 oh, it was to more than oh, yeah. the earlier yeah, years. Absolutely. Right. It was yeah. probably closer to 40,000 yeah. uh, in the beginning. I think they've only maxed out uh, for – the Arkansas A&M game for like 80000 I think that would be a sellout. Uh, and I don't know that that has ever happened. Those would even be in, definitely in the, the early years. Yeah, in yeah. The first, even the first couple of years. Yeah. Um, well, let's go to Jake. Jake, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon. Hey, Hello, buddy. Randy and the future voice of the Razorbacks, Chris. <laughs> uh, glad to be in Conway. Thank you, Jake. Hey, I know, but I'm going to keep saying it, Chris. <laughs> you just got to live with it, brother. All right. What's going uh, on? I think you got the blast for it. Well, listen, <clears throat> I didn't get to hear Navy Mike. <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't get to hear Navy Mike all of his stupid comments because I'm on the road and I can't do the app through my phone, connect to my radio, and call you guys at the same time. Um However, I, I heard something about him saying whatever, you know, I don't, I don't know. Something about Dallas and this, that, and the other. He, he's not smart. I'll put it that way nicely. Well, it's okay. Um, well, Jake, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's easy yeah, to criticize. Yeah. Here, here, here's, my thought. Thought. Well, here, here, here's my thought. You want to play an NFL stadium? All right. So when ATT Stadium was built... Jerry World at the time, it was like $1.2 billion to build, if I remember correctly. Somewhere around that number, okay? The most expensive stadium ever built. Uh, at the time. Around that time, Magic Johnson and a bunch of other guys bought the Dodgers for around a billion dollars. Most mm. expensive team to ever been sold, okay? SoFi Stadium costs like $3 billion. It's way nicer than Jerry World. Jerry World doesn't hold a candle at SoFi Stadium. And I don't like I, I don't like the teams. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying there's nothing special about Jerry World anymore. That that newness has worn off. There's no reason for us to be playing there. Well, they there's, there's, yeah, the big no screens are still whatsoever. pretty cool. The big screens are still pretty cool. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, there are certain I've aspects is pretty cool. The big screen that was not very cool, Randy. Well, I but mean, remember this too, Jake. Arkansas is not going to play in Los Angeles, so uh, the, I, I, I know that. I'm just saying, nice. in yeah. comparison, in yeah. comparison, though, you know, a billion dollars is yeah, that, that's a huge amount of money now. Yeah. But look what they're spending now. I mean, look, oh, look what the team's worth four, now. Look what yeah. you know. It, it doesn't, and I understand inflation and all that other stuff, but mm-hmm. comparatively, I don't think it measures up. I mean, I, it. it there's nothing special about Jerry World. There's nothing special about that place. Je- I've been Jake. there four times. Not impressed, man. Not impressed. Jake, drive safely out there, my friend. Jake Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment.
Join Morning Mayhem Thursday broadcasting live from Fletcher, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Sherwood on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. When it comes to tailgating this football season, Edwards Food Giant is your MVP when it comes to a hassle-free tailgate party. Pulled pork smoked to perfection, along with an ultimate lineup of sides and essentials that'll make your taste buds cheer and your tailgate setup a breeze. The Edwards team also features even more delicious meats like chicken, brisket, ribs, and smoked sausage, all straight from their own smokehouse. And it can all be found by clicking edwardsfoodgiant.com or by visiting your local Edwards Food Giant store. Edwards Food Giant is your MVP. edwardsfoodgiant.com Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See Shelter Agent Paul Griffin in Monticello, Sam Eklund in Star City, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertaPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertaPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertaPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertaPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Tacos for life because it's going to feel great again, great after uh, you eat at Tacos for Life. And as a guest at Tacos for Life, you have the unique and exciting opportunity to help end childhood hunger around the world. Strategy simple for every taco, bowl, salad, quesadilla, or nachos purchased, a portion is donated to Feed My Starving Children, their nonprofit partner. And guess what? They distribute food all over the world. So think about this. You, you might want to think about a couple of things. One, how about catering? With every catering order, each person's meal provides two meals to a child in need. So you might want to cater your next event and help end starvation. Catering, and I can tell you from experience, their catering is phenomenal. Or you might want to download their app, the Tacos for Life app. You can track the meals that you raise money. You get free food, you earn rewards, order the app. So consider those when you check out Tacos for Life. And that's Rick Schaefer along with Chris Kane. I'm Randy Rainwater. I'm laughing because it is very you have some interesting feedback today. Yeah. Uh, this from our Nothing Ash- about Navy Mike, right? <laughs> I, I can't imagine. 
He, he gets feedback. Uh, I said, hey, before you say that, I asked Randy in the break, Rick. I said, most polarizing caller since. What do you? Which ones do you think he named, Rick? What the call? Now say that again. Most what? polarizing caller. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mike is one of them, but I can tell you, he doesn't call as often as he used to. Not even in the same class as Heath. Not even in the same class. Oh. Heath is a he, every time he opens up the first thing he says my mom says hi to you Randy and from there it is all downhill there is not one nice word out of his mouth I Navy thought Mike, Na, I thought Navy Mike was t- at least tolerable today He's awfully polarizing Heath, on the feedback Heath we is, get from him is Heath is Heath is never tolerable Okay so, so Heath if you're listening that's my opinion now, you might not like me for that but and I don't dislike you but uh Anyway, that's. I thought opinion. she was going to say either Tiger Bait. See, that's what Randy said. Well, but see, I don't get that. Tiger, you've banned Target Bait, yep. Tiger Bait, yep. so long yep. ago. I, I don't remember. Okay. Him. What about okay. what about uh, and the, one more? And I mentioned this one because you didn't call in much anymore. Michael from Stuttgart. What about that? I know he had. It's been a long. It's been a while time for him. I I wonder if he you know what maybe he went broke gambling on all the games that he always thought he won on. No, he's at Saracen. Well, no, I'm talking about. The guy from Stuttgart. He, yeah, he, Michael from Stuttgart is working at Saracen. Is he really? Pine Bluff, yes, he well, is. Well, good for him because he used to brag about how he won every bet he ever well, made. Well, he's not betting there. <laughs> he may yeah. be betting someplace else, but he's not <laughs> betting there. All right, this is from our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. This from Mike. Who's the new guy? <laughs> Who's the new guy on drive time? Hopefully you aren't grooming a replacement. You aren't. It says hopefully you aren't. You aren't yes. grooming a replacement <laughs> for Rick or Randy. No. Not for the time being. I just like to hang out with you guys for a couple hours once a week, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Isn't it fun? Connor says, going back to Rick and Trey in regards to Arlington as a fan, would much rather go to Jerry's World and watch that game than College Station. No contest. Rick, I agree with you. It's a cool venue and a cool place to play a game. Lots of interest abroad. Go, Rick. Recruits love it. I do not agree with <laughs> Trey. Well, and look, this was not this was not to get somebody to agree or disagree with either one of us. It's just, uh, you know, you, it's, it's one half. It is varying know. opinions. Don't you yeah. love how we took the, uh, the, the War Memorial and Fayetteville argument and just, just made it into a Dallas, it, made it into a Jerry World Fayetteville <laughs> argument. See, they're interchangeable parts, even though War Memorial was <laughs> was built decades prior to that wonderful spaceship that Jerry built in the middle of, uh, of Arlington. Now, since you're wanting to put things in perspective or rate things, how would you rate Mary Ann in regards to her post? Well, the, the thing is, we, we never... We number one, Trey doesn't think she exists. He thinks Marianne and Dancing Donkey are the same person, and we don't know that. But because I, I think Chris said, "Who's the?" He said, "Caller." I think most and polarizing so, caller. caller. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. We, so yeah. we've never talked to Marianne, and, and we so we don't know. Well, no, I'm just saying she's. Uh, and if if she does call and has a voice like this, we'll know maybe it is Dancing Donkey. Marianne <laughs> says. Oh, okay. Logic wins. I would listen to Jake if I were you guys. Because you know he has had his knee replaced three times. So he's an expert on NFL stadiums. I love his logic. <laughs> Certainly know how many stairs. It ta- you know, if you get uh, to get to your seat, he'll have an opinion on that for sure. And Rick, by the way, before we go to the phone lines... He's mom sent this in. Uh, she says, tacos for life. How much y'all want to bet Rick has never been to no tacos for life? LOL. LOL. I've never been to no tacos for life. I've been to tacos for life a lot. I will tell you, when they said that they wanted to, they were, they were kind enough to ask me to endorse them. Uh, I usually go anywhere from uh, one to three times a week. Uh, and I really like their food. I'm not joshing you when I give those uh, commercials. I really like it. I wish I could say that about several places, but I can't. <laughs> uh, Papa Red says, Randy, I'm so glad I'm not out driving with Jake on the road in his big rig. The boy, uh, the man is jacked up, and he also is as dry as a sack of flour. Okay. All right. Well, since we're now 
Oh, goodness gracious. What? And now I won't listen to you? Anything positive? That from uh, Drew. Okay. Drew, we hate to see you go. Uh, Lee, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. It's been a while since I called. Chris still on? Yeah, I'm right here. Hey, I don't think I've ever got to talk. You sound great on the radio. Don't take that anything weird or anything like that, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate uh, it. <laughs> uh, I got a call anytime baseball's brought up. Rick, you know I'm a baseball guy, Cardinals guy, but uh, Brooks Robinson being from Little Rock, mm-hmm. uh, I played baseball here in Central Arkansas, and we played Catholic in their home stadium. I think it still is was Lamar Porter Field, uh, and we played games there. And it, it's just got a great history of like Brooks Robinson and you know kind of the Negro League of baseball and everything. And and so after yesterday, I was thinking about you and uh, my my grandpa that was from St. Louis. He was a huge Brooks Robinson guy, so I. I was kind of raised around hearing stories about him and all and everything, but, uh, you know, it's a sad deal, but it's part of life, and yeah, you got to cherish it. it. Yeah. And so, uh, but uh, Randy, uh, you know, y'all are talking about polarizing. I, I caught the tail end of that, <laughs> everything. Um, oh, who's the guy? Oh, Justin Moore, Justin Colmore. He, they, Y'all call him Tiger Bay, but now he's just calling him Jody. I don't know what that is or where ah, it's coming that's from. That's his actual name. On, yeah. On the morning show. Yeah. He, I don't know if Basil will continue some of those sound clips, but it's pretty hilarious. Justin's listening. Uh, good job, buddy. But, um, you know, Kevin Bohan last week on our Bet Terrison thing on Twitter, at Randy, uh, going into the week, asked him for a baseball prop, and he told me the cup, to bet on the cup. Now, I don't know if Kevin Bowie, you don't tell a Cardinals guy to bet on the Cubs. No, 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 no. They have lost Kevin six straight Blake. road games. They, hey, they had the game won uh, well, last night and dropped a fly ball. You know, dropped a routine uh, fly ball. Oh, that, oh, that was hideous. I was going yeah. to say, you know, to Acre and, you know, those Cubs guys, which I can't say much because the Cardinals, they pretty much sat everybody. This year were bad. They were bad. This year. <laughs> so, I don't – if you have any suggestions on – who to get for pitching besides somebody that's like 35 years old or, you know, kind of what Mosaic's doing, Rick, I'd love to hear suggestions. I don't know who's out there, whether it be free agency or what, but uh, anyways, guys, uh, that baseball's still going on. It's going to be a yeah. good oh, yeah. race at the end of the wild card uh, going into the playoffs. So, anyways, guys, I'll let you go. Chris, good to hear from you, bud. You do great. Thank hey, you. Hey, Lee. Lee. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Did you not ask for Luke has on the prop specials? Yeah, I hadn't got into it. But, uh, Check it, that, Check it out. It's right Neil and them. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Ryder Cup. I know. You said that, but I, I, I thought you asked me specifically for Luke. He is on there. You better check it out. Okay. Yeah, I like the one you uh, had on, uh, what was it we talked about last week that you had. I don't know if it hit or not off the top of my head. But anyway, you guys have a good evening. Be safe. Thank you, Luke. All right, Drive Time Sports Hour number three coming up. Sports cars. This Saturday night, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock. Saracen is Little Rock's